0: Peterson, and welcome to the journey is real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. Today, my guest is Do- Dr. Walter Sims, and we're going to be talking finding Christ in a crisis. Thank you for coming on today, Do- Dr. Sims.
1: Well, I'm glad to be with you and your audience, and I, again, I appreciate you having me uh, today on your podcast.
0: Well, thank you. Um, finding Christ in a crisis finding Christ in a crisis can be a tall order. How do you help guide people in the middle of a crisis back to Christ when everything is swirling and spinning around them?
1: Well, you know, that is such a powerful question. What happened last year at the onset of the pandemic, uh, right before that, CJ, I had started going to the gym, planning fitness. Uh, I was doing sort of like a live on the treadmill. And so when the pandemic hit, I had to translate that to one of the local parks because uh, Planet Fitness has shut down. And so um, I was doing a, a daily walk and I had my audience with me in my hand and, and my personal assistant said, well, Dr. Sims, let's do something every day because people need to hear some encouragement because we started the pandemic and it's like, oh my goodness, what do we do? And yeah, so
0: everyone was secluded, everyone felt alone. And right. so, yeah, I could totally see that.
1: Yeah, and so I started uh, last April for thirty days. I did a challenge. Am I climbing the right mountain? And what that translates to, one of the worst feelings in the world is to be is to climb your mountain mm-hmm. only to find out when you get to the top of the mountain, you climb the blue mountain with a red flag. And just in that conversation, mm-hmm. we talked about Jesus walking on the water, and mm-hmm. and and when he got in the boat, and the next parable everybody was in a boat and a storm came Mm -hmm. and he looked around and said where is your faith and peter got out of the boat walked on water they saw him in the middle of the of the water and and a storm was raging and peter said lord if it's you let me walk out there with you and the lord said come on and so uh, we started talking about focus and stuff and so i immediately had the 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 inspiration finding christ in a crisis and and that just launched me on the journey uh to come up with my latest project finding Christ in the crisis because i've written six books and this is number six and so my 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 challenge my 30-day challenge led me to that book finding christ in crisis and the whole gist of the book cj is to stay focused walk in your purpose even though challenges arise, i.e., a global pandemic, you're still charged to live out the thing that God has called you to do.
0: Yeah, and you need to stay dispe- focused because when he took his eyes off of Christ, he fell into the storm that was raging around him. And you so must he, read he the on Christ
1: that's right
0: the storm raging around you.
1: That's exactly right because one of the things I bring out in the book, CJ, is that The intensity of the storm did not change, Mm -hmm. but Peter's focus changed. And once his focus shifted, he began to sink and he had to cry out for the Lord to save him. And Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. And so uh, one of the challenges I challenge my audience with is that regardless of where you are, Mm -hmm. you got to stay focused, keep your eyes going forward. Because once you take your eyes off of going forward, you drift, left or right, you know. Um,
0: Even when driving, you know, it's <laughs> driving on the highway. That's you go exactly. like this, your hand's going to go like this. If you go like that's, this, your hand's going to, you know, if you go to the right or you go to the left, that's where your car is going to go.
1: That, that's exactly right. And also in the book, I spell out focus. And, and the F simply stands for fix your eyes. Fix your eyes on the prize. Fix your eyes uh, on Jesus. I'm I'm also a, a life coach and a pastor, so uh, you know I, I I love the Lord, and so yeah. He's our That's focal true.
0: point.
1: Amen. You know, he He's our focal point, and so even in the secular world and i have some non-christian clients i share them and, and they love it when i say the universe that gets them all jazzed <laughs> up but you know we call them the lord you know and so you got to keep your eyes you got to fix your eyes fix your eyes because we we suffer from the shiny object syndrome squirrel squirrel and, and one and one of my issues is i can get i can get in the weeds quick mm-hmm. but I I tell myself, and I coach myself up, you got to stay focused. Mm -hmm. You got to keep your eyes. You got to stay right in the middle of the road. You can't swerve to the left or the right. You got to stay focused, and that helps so many people out uh, because I also have a private membership group, and I teach my private crew the last Tuesday of the month, and one of the key things I I, I stay on them about is that we have to stay focused because if the danger of not being focused, you dilute your resources, and we have limited resources, and so the reason we cannot afford to get unfocused is because it dilutes the the supply that we have you know and we got to use all of our resources to fulfill the calling that we have on our lives you know so that that's why i really stress staying focused
0: well and when you're focused on him um jeremiah 2911 is one of my life verses and i use that frequently and it's like he's not here to hurt you <laughs> He's that's here right. to help you. He's right. here to guide you. He has a purpose for you. And a lot of times people get lost because they don't know what their purpose is.
1: Exactly.
0: Focus back on Him. He'll show you what the purpose is. You that's just have right. to focus on Him and do that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly
0: right. On the journey's role, we like to talk about the journey behind the story and behind the passion. What brought you to Christ, I think, would be the initial question. What that's brought you to Christ? which in turn brought you to finding Christ and teaching others to find Christ in a crisis. I think that's kind of how far we have to go back for this one.
1: That's exactly right. Well, um, uh, my my father was a pastor. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, that's all I heard. Well, you're gonna be a pastor. You're gonna be a preacher, just like your dad, so.
0: And you're uh, gonna rebel and say no.
1: (laughs) We don't even have enough time to get into that rebellion. But um, when I was a senior in high school, Mm -hmm. I had to do a term paper And it was on engineering. And so I was good in math and science. So I took that role, engineering, graduated engineering and got a job, nuclear plant, had to move away. And when I got the nuclear engineering job, I hooked up with these young preachers and we would go to revivals. We went to scenes, we went to just all kind of activity
0: he'll find you wherever you are <laughs> if you're calling is there he'll find you
1: CJ <laughs> and I'm like uh because when I was in high school doing the research paper I asked my dad one evening I said daddy how how does a man know that God has called him and my dad was so powerful he said when God calls you, you'll know it. I'm like, oh, There's thank no
0: you avoiding God. it. It's, it's there. <laughs> But it's not a bad thing. And that's what people don't understand. They're like, well, how can you turn your life over to somebody that you can't or see it? I know what? I can feel him.
1: Yet, okay. That's exactly right. That's he, exactly right. And
0: I know, and I have the faith because I've read it. I mean, Jeremiah 20 and 11. He's not going to hurt me.
1: That's, a, that's exactly an right.
0: For me, and all I have to do is say yes and follow him.
1: That's exactly. And so, and so one evening we were at a youth revival and the spirit was so heavy that night and the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, now is your time. And I called mom and daddy and said, now it's time, you know, and uh, preached my first sermon, got married and all that good stuff. And so one day at work. I was just having this nagging feeling that there was something else. I talked to another friend. He said, Dr. Sam what else is a pastor but a life coach? Ding, 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 I mean, lights and whistles. And, and I started this journey about 2009. And so six years ago, I got released from the nuclear plant. That's another podcast. And uh, <laughs> I just took this on full time. And so um, just been inspiring people. And, and as we said a moment ago, my, my platform is to help people figure out their purpose. And I have another book entitled "Walking in Purpose, Grow Rich. And I have a quote that simply says, if you're successful, it does not necessarily mean you're living in purpose, but if you're living in purpose, you'll be successful. Because, And I, I go over false indication of being, uh, being living on purpose in my private group. And one of the false indications, CJ, is being successful. Because a lot of people say, well, if I'm successful, I must be in my purpose not necessarily and so that's a journey to figure that out because i did a a a cruise three years ago and it was a reinvention cruise and my my presentation was if you're successful but yet you're still unfulfilled and man that just man people really resonated with that so it it like you said a moment ago it's really a challenge because people now since we've been shut down for a whole year Mm -hmm. it's really begged the question for a lot of people Am I doing what I've been called to do? Because at the end of the day, we're going to have a reconciliation meeting with him. And he's going to ask you, what did you do with the life I gave you? And a lot of people are going to have crickets. They're not going to be able to say anything because they were like, oh, uh, I made a lot of money. That's not what I ask you.
0: How many lives have you touched? How many lives? You know, and a lot of times... It kind of goes with the theory of live, live to work versus work to live.
1: That's correct. That is exactly and right. So, That's right.
0: You know, the two go together. But the beauty is he designed you to be you. He designed you different than anybody else on this planet. So it kind of frustrates people like, well, are you normal? I'm not normal. I'm unique. I'm not. I'm I
1: am. So, girl, <laughs> when, when I came to that revelation, man, you talk about freedom. Mm-hmm. Je- my sons, real quickly, CJ, my sons, we were on the way to Chick-fil-A one day. And they were little at this time. They're twenty five and twenty three now. But one day, they uh, my oldest son asked me. He said, "Daddy, how can you get girls to like you?" And and I was like, I kind of chuckled. But that was I mean that was important for them at that age. And 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 I thought, in the Lord quickened my spirit, and I simply said, I said, Jonathan Jordan. I said, if you be you, if you stay true to yourself, if you spend time being you you'll never come in second place. And they chewed on it and they liked that and they started quoting and telling their friends that and their friends thought they were so deep and they got it from their daddy, you know? And, yeah. and I, tell my, I tell my followership that. I said, be totally sold out to being the best you that you can be because there's no competition if tomorrow be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today i'm not in competition with cj you are a powerful author but i'm i'm an author in another lane you know what i'm saying so i'm not competing with cj i'm doing what god called me to do because when again when we stand at that reconciliation meeting he's not going to judge me based on what he called cj to do he i'm gonna say well lord well lord uh uh, cj wrote all those books i I was trying to be like cj he said that's i'm not talking about cj right now i want to know what did you do with the life i gave you exactly uh well
0: uh he has a plan and he has the man you just have to say yes
1: Oh, I like that. I like that. I
0: like that. And that's from a female saying that. So no one can give you crap for being (laughs) sexist and saying that. I I said that. that. Um, When I was a catastrophe adjuster, um, I was a female catastrophe adjuster in basically a male world. um, And that meant I was residential, which meant I had to climb roofs. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember after one of the storms, I was in the backyard with the homeowner and we had gone through the inside of the house. He says, well, where's the guy to climb the roof? I said, I am the guy. And he's like, he's like, well, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that or not. I said, well, if you're not, you're in trouble because I'm the one that has to climb your roof. Wow. If you're not, you're going to be living for a really long time.
1: That is good. Like,
0: it's my job to climb your roof. You have a problem with it. Not my problem, you know? And so in life, we're given a job. Doesn't matter what color you are, what sex you are, what, you know, it matters That you do the job that you're put in here to do. That's exactly
1: right.
0: Thomas Edison couldn't have done a lot of the stuff that Einstein did because that's not how his mind was made. And they couldn't have done the stuff that Da Vinci did because that's not how they were created.
1: When everyone
0: tries to be like everybody else is where we get in trouble. I was a youth group leader for 18 years. Wow. And many times I saw teens try to be like other teens. I said, honey, you need to be yourself. The person who loves you for yourself is the one you were meant to be with. If you have to change right. yourself for somebody else besides God, That's then right. you're with the wrong person.
1: That's exactly right. That, and I tell people, and 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 I tell people, and I teach on hypocrisy
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the sense that if you're trying to be somebody else versus who God called you to be, you're living a double life. You're, you 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 you're in a supporting role when you should be the leading actor or actress in your own story in your own life and so and 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 a hypocrite the greek word for hypocrite is actor and there are a lot of actors in the world and it takes a lot of energy trying to be somebody else that you are not
0: yeah i mean people social media anymore makes it even worse because people have these masks on where everything is perfect this you know rainbows and unicorns so it's like I take. I have a blog called The Journey to Fruitfulness, and I do our successes, I do our joys, I do our mistakes, and I do our epic fall-on-your-face-flat errors. The reason I do this because we're real people.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's That's exactly right.
0: I started The Journey is Real because I wanted real people to understand, A, you're not alone, and B, success isn't a one-way trip. you got so many squiggly directions left and right to get up there. That
1: is so good. That is so good
0: you know, you're not alone in this track. Um, you, you have this motto and I found it on your website and I loved it. So I wrote it down and it's, you have to live it, to know it, to teach it, to coach it. Would you please explain what that means to my listeners?
1: It, you know what I, uh, one of my, one of my um, clients, CJ said the same thing to me. She said, Dr. Sims, that's one thing that convinced me to work with you. You know, the buzzword now is life coach. Everybody wants to be a life coach. But the issue- I
0: like social social media influence. Right, right,
1: right. right. You know, the issue with that is if I've never been to Houston, Texas, Mm -hmm. I'll have to look up how to get there. You know, back in the day before GPS, we had to go to AAA and get a trip Mm tick. There's gonna be one exit that I supposed to get off on that's not on trip tip. you know what I'm saying yep. and so if i never travel, I'm gonna miss that exit go another 30 miles and have to go to a gas station and as a man I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna want to stop and so <laughs> I'm gonna finally stop after 30 miles and and wait a minute now I'm not going the right way so I gotta ask somebody so in order to coach somebody you have to have experienced The very thing that you're coaching in. Five and a half years ago, before I got fired from the nuclear plant, I asked God, CJ, I said, Lord, I want to be a wise person. What did I do that for? I went. Yeah,
0: because He's going to teach you all sorts of lessons. That's like praying for patience. You never, ever, ever pray for patience. You can pray for strength and you can pray for endurance. People quote me on this do not ever pray for patience. CJ blessed you in that beyond belief.
1: <laughs> CJ, when I prayed that prayer, 2015 mm-hmm. was one of the most stressful years of my 54 years. I I, I, I was I, I filed bankruptcy. I was audited by the IRS. Oh. I got fired from my job. My daddy um went home to be with the Lord August of 2015. And it was a stressful year, but it took me to another level of compassion that I can teach in, you know? Uh, reinvention, that's another thing I help people with, reinventing themselves. Uh, so so I asked God for wisdom and he took me on a journey. Thus, the name of your podcast. He took me on a journey. Learning and I'm better for it, you know what I'm saying? But, and now I can coach on so many different levels now because of the experience. And so thus, that that phrase you cannot lead somewhere, someone to a place you've never been yourself. Exactly. And that's the beauty of what we just, we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Jesus, God became a man. Mm-hmm. to live this thing called humanity. And when he hung on that cross, he was able to say it is finished. And then Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. And now when he says, I'm making intercession for you, he understands when I'm feeling some kind of way because nobody hears me and, and people are rejecting me. He said, listen, I have been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> so experience is a powerful agent in our personal development.
0: And more times than not, people are usually attracted to the person that's done it. For example-
1: That's right, that's right.
0: I'm a domestic violence survivor. Not with my current husband. He's like an amazing man. He He's just like, I call him super heavy. Not with him, but prior to. And Amen. so nine out of 10 times, I can usually find the one or the one finds me who's going through it or been through it. And it's like, you have radar for each other. It's the same thing with military. I grew up army brat, and so if you can find the military people. Um, a lot of times it's their mindset. It's how wow. they act or how they behave. But generally speaking, especially when I was a youth leader a lot of the troublesome pups came to me. Wow. and I, I relished that because to me they're the ones that needed me the most.
1: Yeah, you you, have popular
0: kids. It's not the ones that have it all together. It's the ones that need the help and the guidance.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: You know, in your work, you're gonna have people, God's gonna guide them to you that you can specifically help because you walked that journey. And that's why this the family of God is so vast and so different. It's like the thumb doesn't have the same journey that the big toe did. You know, that's how the family of God works. That's, you,
1: right. that's you know, right.
0: None is any less important. You cut your big toe off, you've lost all balance in your entire world. Isn't that
1: you amazing? You cut your
0: toe off, you are in trouble.
1: Yeah. You, you
0: know, you can't walk. You know, opposable thumbs. Imagine sticking your hand in a cast and trying to use it. You can't do it. That's it's, right. It's interesting. Um, and so, not any one part is more important than another. Some have bigger roles than others. That's but. Right. As long as you're doing the role that Christ sent you to do, He's going to send you people that you can help and that you can guide. And that's that second Timothy, or that's, that's right, the Titus, Titus, two woman, that's Titus right, two person. You're, you're passing it on to the next. And the apostles even did that.
1: And, that's so good. That's so The good. New
0: Testament is they passed it on. There was always a partner with them.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. That, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And, and iron sharpens iron and teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. And we're all joint, fit, jointly fit together. And it, it's a beautiful thing.
0: It is totally. Um, now, for those who want to find out more about you and the books that you have written and the journeys that you've been on, how can they find you online?
1: Well, as a matter of fact, I just pulled together uh, what they call the link tree. So link, t-r-e-e <laughs> slash Dr. Walter Sims, and that outlines everything uh, I have to offer uh, my daily show that I do, my books, my website to schedule a consultation with me. So uh, again, that's link, T-R-L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash Dr. Walter Sims. And I tell the young people now, CJ, because uh, I pastor and, and the young people love me. And I tell the young people now, I'm google I say, if you Google my name, all <laughs> the information will pop up. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, so for those who who aren't quite as technically challenged to catch all of that, just go to drwaltersims.com you that's can me there as well and that's perfect. drwaltersims.com. s.com perfect um as you can tell he's energetic and he's passionate about what he does you have about 3 minutes left is there anything you'd like to add
1: uh one of uh, one of my mentors um an older gentleman that I love and many of your listeners probably know him by name Liz Brown he said something so powerful, and, I, and CJ, I heard this 11 years ago, and he simply said the two most important days in a person's life is the day that they were born and the day they figure out why. And you said it so eloquently a few moments ago, you're, you, you're under contract. When God gives you life, when you wake up and, and you have a birthday, you're under contract. Mm-hmm. And God has contracted you to do a job. And the day you figure out what that, that job is, your life takes on a whole new meaning. Exactly. You, you got to find that thing that, that you don't want to go to sleep at night. You want to find that thing that you can't wait to get up in the morning. And, and, and Les Brown said another thing. He said most heart attacks happen on Monday morning because people are going to a job they don't like. They're going to a job that they lament going, clocking in, and they can't wait to clock out, and so my challenge to your listeners is to find that job that God has called you to do as quickly as you can, because the worst feeling in the world, CJ, is regret, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to wake up one day, and that that spirit of regret is all over you, and you've realized that you've climbed the wrong mountain. So you got to figure out how in the world am I going to get to that red mountain? I got a red flag. I'm on the top of a blue mountain. What am I going to do? And that's when you call me and I can help you out.
0: Exactly. Um, it's kind of like um, God, your talent is God's gift to you.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And then you, you what you do with it is your gift to God. And that's- God's giving I- you the talent of guiding and helping people and reaching them and connecting with them on so many different levels. And you're taking that talent and you're using it to help further the kingdom and to help guide people and direct people through crises. That's right. Um, when they can't see themselves. That's right. Which direction to go. And so Amen. I thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your heart, Doctor Sims. You were a real treat to come on. And I Thanks. knew you would be because <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> <laughs> I love your website, and I knew you'd be a treat. And <laughs> your personality comes through in everything that you do, and I'm thank you thankful for the light that you bring
1: into this world. And, and thank you, and thank you so much. I have thoroughly enjoyed spending some time with you. You are a beautiful person, well, and just many, many, many blessings to you and everything that you're doing.
0: Well, thank you. And thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real. where We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. I'm CJ Peterson at cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.